Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the show. Uh, I wanted to keep today's one nice and short and sweet, but it's going to have a pretty powerful message, I guess. I've really brought up this theory, I guess, on the podcast multiple times. But for me, I feel like it's the formula for a successful fat loss phase. And I know a lot of the listeners are interested in you know ways that we can lose body fat in an effective and sustainable way. And, and that's what you're going to get out of today's episode. So before we get stuck in, I wanted to say a big thank you to everyone who has tuned in. If you, this is the first episode you've listened to, make sure you go back through and suss out some of the old ones. We have so much great content. Um, whether it's specific around health and fitness or whether it's with some incredible guests, there's so much there. Um, over 370 episodes to work your way through, so there's plenty to tune into. And if you're a regular listener, then uh, I'd love to say a big thank you. If you haven't hit the subscribe button already, please do. Uh, but we'll get stuck in. So the common mistake that a lot of people make when going into a fat loss phase or transitioning into a fat loss phase, so we make that decision that we need to lose some weight, we want to lean up a little bit, now, the common mistake, as I've touched on, is people go to extremes. So we want to avoid extremes at pretty much all costs. So they go from really not having any clue of what they're doing with their nutrition. They go from doing probably not too much training and then deciding they want to lose fat and then all of a sudden they're eating next to nothing and they're training like they're getting ready for the Olympics. The problem with this is that once we hit a fat loss plateau, which is inevitable, um, so I don't care what approach you follow, inevitably you are going to, to hit a plateau. You know, whether it's metabolic adaptation, whether you're tapping out in terms of your energy output or whatever it may be, we will hit a plateau at some point in time. Now, if we start the fat loss phase with next to no calories and a shitload of training, then the problem that we have is when once we do reach a plateau, we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. So if we're already eating not much at all, and then we have to reduce calories even further, that is absolutely miserable. And then it's also going to have a negative effect on our metabolism and just our general um, quality of life. The other thing that we would need to do is, so we either decrease calorie intake or we increase energy output. Now, if we're already training, let's say seven days a week, some days you're training a couple times a day, that may be great for results in the first couple of weeks. And even when I say great, that's kind of questionable because if we're losing weight at a fast rate, it's most likely lean muscle tissue as well as some body fat, which is not what we want. When we're in a fat loss phase, we want to, aim to retain as much muscle mass as possible and strength as we go through that fat loss phase, Why? which is why it's so important to keep our heavy compound movements in our training structure. I often talk to people about the fact that when I'm in a muscle gaining phase or a fat loss phase, the only thing that changes for me is my calorie intake. Yes, I may be a little more cautious with the training side of things in a fat loss phase because my recovery is not going to be as good. I'm obviously not in a surplus, but that's really the only thing that changes. So if we are already not eating much and we're already doing a shitload of exercise and we hit a plateau, it makes it very difficult to continue seeing results. Now, on the flip side and the approach that I have always found super effective and what I, I utilize with all of my online clients inside the VIP, uh, VIP club and Platinum Club, um, and this is what I use myself, is that we want to start off by eating as much as possible and training as little as possible. Now, I want to explain that because I don't mean just stuffing your face with, my, with as much food as possible and doing fuck all, just sitting on the couch all day. What I mean by that when I say eat as much as possible is that we know that to lose body fat, we need to be in a negative energy balance, so slightly below our maintenance calorie intake. 
And that's all that's necessary. So if I maintain my weight at 2,500 calories at the beginning of a fat loss phase, I may go to 24 or 2,300. So it's only 100 to 200 calories below maintenance. So I'm still eating a lot of food. I will barely even notice a difference in how much I'm eating going from maintenance to fat loss phase if I'm very um, thoughtful with the food choices, if I'm really selective with what I'm adding into my daily intake to make sure that the, the volume of my food is high and the calorie uh, density of my food is quite low. So I'm still able to eat a lot of food at 23 or 2400 calories. The alternative to that and what most people do is they go from say 2500 down to 1500 or even 1000 calories. So it's a huge drop. It's not sustainable and it will drastically change your quality of life in that period of time. So we want to start with calories as high as possible. So just below maintenance and training as low as possible. Now, what I mean by that is that we want to figure out on a good week and on a bad week, how much training can we do? So let's say on the shittest week, we know we can still commit to three sessions per week. On a really good week, we might be able to do six. Who knows? But our starting point should always be what we can do on a shit week. So let's begin with three strength training sessions per week. So our energy input is going to be our calorie intake. And as I said, that's just below maintenance intake. So maybe 100 to 200 calories below. And our energy output is going to be to be minimal as well. So let's say strength, three strength sessions per week, we might do an upper body, a lower body, and a full body session. The reason for this is that once we hit a plateau, which I've already mentioned is inevitable, we have so much room to move. It's a very comfortable change to continue to see fat loss. So we're going to assume we're eating 2,300 calories and we're doing three strength training sessions a week and we're losing body fat for the first couple of weeks and then we hit a plateau. So we have kind of three options now. We can either slightly reduce our calorie intake. So when I say slightly, I mean probably around 100 calories. So we go from maybe 2,300 to 2,200. Over the span of the week, that's that's 700 calories taken away from our weekly intake. So that's going to kickstart fat loss again. Our second option is to increase energy output. So because we've only started with three sessions, that may include an extra strength session. It may include more volume in the strength sessions you're already doing. It may even include a slight increase in energy output from cardio. So I've always talked about how cardio should be used as a tool for fat loss. So if we're doing three strength training sessions and we've decided we want to increase our energy output more so than taking away from our input, we can add in that four strength day. We can add in 20 to 30 minutes of cardio And then we leave that and we rinse and repeat. So we go through that same cycle again and we observe how our body responds over the coming weeks. And then once we hit a plateau, we do that same process again. So you can see how starting with a high food intake and a low energy output, so training uh, output, leaves us so much room to move as we go through this fat loss phase. Every time we hit a plateau, it becomes a very simple equation. We either slightly reduce our intake or we slightly increase our output. And we just keep going over that same process until we get to the point where we're happy with our body fat percentage because we've started at, at such a high intake and such a low output, then it should be very sustainable even when we are at a low body fat percentage. Now, just going back to what I mentioned right at the start is that if we are doing the opposite of that and doing a shitload of training and not much calories at all, this fat loss period is going to be hard to sustain for a long period of time. You're not going to continue to see results. You're going to feel like shit. You're going to damage your metabolism and the whole process is not going to be enjoyable. Fat loss to be perfectly honest, guys, is a piece of piss. It's not that hard. It's very simple once we have an idea of our numbers. You know, I always mention becoming the CEO of your own body. So once we have an idea of what our numbers are, idea of what our numbers should be, and we know exactly what to do every time we hit a plateau and we stall, 
all of a sudden this fat loss thing becomes very easy and enjoyable. So I hope, hope that tip kind of helps a lot of you listeners today um, at least put some thought to how you're going to structure your training and nutrition next time you're in a fat loss phase. But it is super simple. If you ever need any help with this, I, you can always reach out to me via email, danny at dannykennedyfitness.com. You can go and visit the site if you want to join the VIP club. It's $1 a day access to all of my online programs, my coaching, private uh, training group, full video exercise library, mobility, yoga sessions, the whole deal, or whether you'd like to become a platinum client and work with me one-on-one, that's also the option as well. But in the meantime, just enjoy this free content. I'm putting out as much as I possibly can on, on social media, um, on the podcast, on YouTube, getting incredible guests on. And hopefully today's episode has been of value to you. So if it has been, I would love for you to share it for me on your social media post on your Instagram story or even just tell a friend, tell a work colleague, family member, whoever it may be, just share this episode around. And like I said, I hope today's tips have helped you in some way or another. Thanks so much for listening, guys.